Um, you know, I get arrested. I, I, I'm, you know, I go in the pen. I, I get out on house arrest. I'm on, on 10 million pretrial here at the house. Um, and uh, uh, I'm, at, I'm at the end of my rope. I want to die because my life just did not pan out to what I thought it would. Um, you know, everything was, it was a culmination of everything. Well, uh, I, I see on TV, I never watched TV much, I, but I turned on TBN and I saw this, um, this uh, Mike Lindell testimony, the Pillow guy, he said he had gone to Operation Restored Warrior. I'm at the end of my rope, okay? I see this, I'm like, I could get out of the house. See, this Operation Restored Warrior generally does it for veterans, but they do it for celebrities sometimes too. And so I applied. They accepted me. I get to go to this place. I just want to get off house arrest for, for a couple of days. I have to go through the judge, the Texas judge, to get cleared through my lawyer, through my uh, probation officer, all this stuff. I get to go. Um, yeah, I like Mike. Uh, I I get to go to Operation Restored Warrior in, in Baltimore, uh, Taylor's Island. Has anyone heard of Taylor's Island? I go to Taylor's Island, B uh, Baltimore, uh, really relaxing place. I just want to get out. They said, Jimmy, all, you, all we want you to do is crack your heart open a little bit and trust us just a little bit. And so I had no option. But they said Jesus was going to 100% Turn, turn my life around. Jesus was going to 100% talk to me. This thing is only three or four days. And, and I'm like, no, not possible. And they say, Jimmy, we understand we have people talk like you. And, and every day for three times a day, for three or four days, you sit around a table uh, with three or four other guys and you speak uh, and you talk three times a day. You know, the, the table side dinner is so important for your families. Uh, if you have a family to, to sit down, if it's just you and a little one, maybe your mom and dad, whoever, it's so important to commune every day at a table with somebody. If you can, if you can. And so we're, we're at Operation Restore Warrior in Baltimore, Taylor's Island. They say, Jimmy, just crack your heart open this much. I'm, I'm getting to where this is my testimony of, of how I got on TikTok. It's crazy. Okay, I'm at the end of my rope. I want to kill myself. Basically, it's over. Okay, um, I'm at Operation Restore Warrior. They say crack your heart open. For, for the first three days, it was terrible. Uh, they had been, I didn't know, but they, I didn't know this, but they had been praying for me for a couple weeks beforehand. I'm not really supposed to tell you that because you're not supposed to really, it's like a confidential place. They like to keep it secret, but, but they had been praying for me. Okay, and they had asked the Holy Spirit to intervene in, in my life as I got there. Okay, so I'm at Operation Restore Warrior. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I walk down this little creek bed uh, next to this beautiful ocean sound. And uh, I'm like, I'm desperate for help. I'm absolutely desperate in my life for, for help. Um, and so I'm walking down the sound and I'll never forget. I told Jesus while I was there, I said, Jesus, if you're still in my life, 
if you're still in my life, will you, and if you save me, I, I'll testify to the world, whether it be one person or a million for the rest of my life. I, will, I swear, Lord, I swear to Jesus. I said, Jesus, I will testify to what you did for me. If you can save me from this hell, If you can save me from this hell I'm in, I will testify for the rest of my life. And so I'm walking down this sound, and I'll never forget it. And uh, there's these ducks and stuff there. It was real peaceful. And uh, the the next day, they they said, Jimmy, are you ready to be changed forever? And I said, uh, I said, that's not, I said, uh, I said, that's not possible, man. You don't know me. You don't know what I've done. You don't know who I am. These other kids, these other cats here, these other two or three guys here with me, they ain't done SHIT compared to me. And that's a good thing. For them, because I'm going to hell, man. I'm I'm going to hell, because I never I never doubted Jesus or God. I doubted myself, and I knew that, hey, I had effed up my life bad, because I hung out with all the wrong people. I hung out with the worst of the worst people in this world. And I say that cautiously because they were actually, they're just like me and you, but they're just caught up in a, in a hell. They're just caught up in the wrong place, wrong times. They're caught up in a nightmare. And, and, and I, and they said, Jimmy, Jesus don't care what you've done. Jesus don't care he wants to save you here today, today. I said, I said, man, I said, don't, and I'm going to say this very carefully, but I said, don't give me that shit, man. I said, because that's not how it is in this life. Because all I know is pain, suffering, heartache, grief, Wash and repeat, reverse matrix that thing all day long. And that's what I know. And I don't know any love. I don't know any love from nobody. I've been in the darkest places in the abyss of hell. Damn near literally. And they said, just bear with us, man. And I said, I don't know, man. I said, you talk a big game. And where I come from, people that talk like that are full of shit. S-H-I-T. Not much of a preacher I am right now, but at least I'm telling you the truth. They said, Jimmy, just, just crack your heart open. That's all we're asking. 
is for you to crack your heart open. And I said, I said, you really tell people this shit? I said, you guys really tell people this? I said, man, I'm not trying to come up here and disrespect you, but where I come from, where I come, touch point, where I come from in this world, you tell somebody 100% change that Jesus is going to talk to them and their life is going to be 100% changed in the next day, you got balls, man, talking like that to me. You got balls, but I'm on house arrest. What the heck am I got to, what do I got to lose? I'm on a huge, I'm on a huge monitor here. I got R2-D2 strapped to my ankle and I'm facing 15 years in prison. And that's on good time. That's good service. And it's not looking too good like I'm going to be doing good time. Because I'm wild at heart. And that's just not how I roll. That's just not how it is. And that's not how it is in prison either. Unless you want to be locked down 24 hours a day. They said, Jimmy, just, just bear with us here. I love you too, man. Bear with us. Crack your heart open just a little bit. And let's just see what happens. I said, I'm at your mercy. They told us to go, go out in the woods and speak to Jesus and just be quiet for an hour. I go out there. I don't feel nothing. I don't hear nothing. It just, it only serves to collaborate what I've been saying all along. That Jesus don't speak to me. He's left the building. God has left me and I am dead. I am the walking dead. You know that show? What I meant was the Green Mile. And uh, we do some exercises and stuff. I won't get too much into it. But all of a sudden, they show up. The la I, 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 we're on the third day. We wake up, we go to the table. I'm exhausted from thinking about the past, for thinking about how sorry I am for myself, all these things. They say, Jimmy, are you ready today? Are you ready today? This is your day. And I said, man, you guys are crazy. And they said, listen, dude. They said, Jesus died and rose on the third day. Why can't you believe that this same spirit that raised him from the dead is about to raise you from the dead. And I said, man, I said that would be great, but inside I'm just going, nope. Well, I get with these two guys, these, these two counselors. They've been praying for me. They say a little prayer. They say, they say uh, Jimmy, tell us about your, your past. And I said, man, you remind me of two FBI agents. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I, don't, I don't even want to tell you anything. I don't want to talk about my past to you. You wouldn't understand it. It probably would sound ridiculously crazy anyways, and you wouldn't believe it. I don't care anymore. They said, dude, Jimmy, we're not those people. We're, we're not the spooky I see you. It's okay. We're not those people. Tell us what happened. So... I've told my past to so, I've told 
parts of my past to so many psychiatrists and, and mental places and hospitals and doctors, all this different stuff. I, I, I've told my story over and over and over and over to, to psychiatrists, to, to every doctor. I was prescribed 30 different, 33 different pills. It looked like a McDonald's paper bag full of meds as I limped my sorry ASS out of James Haley Veterans Polytraumatic Ward. I felt like I died overseas after 10, 11 deployments, depending on how you count them. So here we are, the third day or fourth day, they said, Jimmy, you ready? I said, I'm ready. I do the, inter I do the interview. I'm going through. I'm so bored and tired of, of talking about my test, uh, uh, talking about my past to people that um, I'm skipping through it real fast and they don't seem to mind. So I'm like, good, let me go because I don't want to talk about this anyways. And they're like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. They're like, stop right there. Tell us. Tell us about this McAfee thing. And I said, it's nothing. I, that's, that's, why I got the, that's why I got the R2-D2 on my ankle over here now. I don't even want to go into it. And they said, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. And this is where my life changed. They said, uh, they said did, did that happen? Did that happen at the, the such and such house? The something boathouse, I'm not going to say the name. And I said, I said, what'd you say? They said, did that traumatic event happen at the such and such house? And you see, nobody else knew that name because it was a nickname that we named the mansion. And the mansion was in the shape of a boat, a ship. And every room had a, a grid cord. It's a Latin long on it. It was named a certain name, Tahiti, Thailand. It was a mansion shaped like a ship, and it was on the Ocracoke Sound. And that's where my office was, all kinds of stuff. And I looked at him, and I said, bro, I'm a fragile man, and fragile dudes are dangerous. I said, do not mess with me. I started thinking this has got to be a reality show. This has got to be some type of, uh, uh, of joke on Jimmy. I'm in the twilight zone. Rod Sterling is smoking a cigarette over in the corner. I'm, I, I'm like, and so I stand up and I say, I'm out of here. I'm out of here, man. They said, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, how do you know about this? And they say, uh, he says, uh, sit down, Jimmy. I sit down. He says, Jimmy, uh, you walk in and there's a jacuzzi on the right side. And then there's a screen door, a double screen door. You go in and then there's an armory, a gray door for weapons. And then he walked through the entire house. And I'm sitting there just in shock because he's describing John McAfee's house where I was. Where this traumatic episode happened, where it was a very, very terrible, confusing time. And I'm just wide-eyed like this, because my life is changing before my eyes. You see, a psychic is the perversion of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the real deal. A psychic maybe can tell your future from a fortune cookie, or maybe your last four of your social security number, but the Holy Spirit 
It might be speaking to you right now. Because by the word of their testimony and the blood of the Lamb, they overcame all evil in Revelations 12, 11. He continues to describe this home, this mansion. And he walks through each level, each floor. He talks about each room, how it's labeled. As if he's walking through it, downloading this, telling me at Operation Restored Warrior, I, I start to cry. I start to bawl. I said, this can't be. And I'll tell you why it can't be. Look, there's no way he could have known this. However, and I said, okay, all right. So I get cocky. I say, tell me more then. I said, I don't believe you. Tell me more. You could have looked that up somehow. You could have looked it up. Tell me more. And this is the part where it's hard for me to get through because it's proof by way of evidence that that Jesus, once you have accepted him, is with you always until the very end. No matter how much of a heathen you are or how dark you are or have become, Jesus is with you until the end. And how I can say that for sure is what he said next to me. And what he said next to me was this. He said, I said, tell me more. And he looked at me cold, dead eyes. And he said, there was a path you used to walk behind the house. And nobody, I'm sorry, but nobody knew about this path. I mean, people knew about it, but, but the significant of the path was that I walked the path alone and I, and I got some type of resemblance of peace on this path as I would cry out to God. So don't ever, ever, ever make the mistake again of thinking that God is not with you or Jesus is not there with you right now in your darkest time. And then, sorry, I'm, I'm a mess right now. So I'm in shock and I just burst out crying. Because my whole life, my whole life, I thought that Jesus had left me to die. And, and now these tears are tears of joy, joy, tears of remembrance. When I remember these things, I have to testify to it. And the reason why I'm testifying to you right now is I promised God that I would. And I'm a man of my word. I, or I try to be. So, so the next time you think that Jesus is not with you, he's there with you. And uh, uh, the other guy that was part of the meeting reached over and said, and your left shoulder is hurt real bad, like a sword is coming out. And I looked at him and I broke down crying again because my arm was hurt over years of jumping and all kinds of stupid stuff. 
and my, my fingers were numb and he reached over and prayed and, and Jesus healed my, my left arm right, right then and there. Another thing a psychic can't do. So, so those two things, this is my testimony. So they also said some other things that I won't disclose here right now about my future. And uh, that's why I sometimes joke around and wear the shades and say my future is so bright. I got to wear these shades. But I get home to answer your question. I got home and uh, they told us to ask Jesus what he would have us do now. And I got a, I, I see things. I know that sounds crazy. I'm careful with what I say here because it may sound too crazy. But I see certain things uh, in the spirit. And I saw TikTok. I saw a, a clock. And I knew that was TikTok. I wasn't allowed to have social media in the seals. But, but uh, I knew what that meant. So the first question is, okay, what would you have me do? And then when would you have me do it? I asked when, and I just felt like it wasn't time. So I waited about a week, and then I started TikTok, and it blew up real fast. And, and the other revelation that I got, because when I started TikTok, I, I tried to write down like this little sermon. I tried to write down some things I was going to say, and it sounded so crazy it's so outrageous, and I was like, it was like a teleprompter going by. It was the worst pathetic thing you've ever seen. And I said, Jesus, I can't do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. And I'll never forget, I looked up. I said, what? I said, how do you want me to do this? I know it's TikTok, but how? Just ask him about everything. And, and I looked up, and I saw um, uh, a flag that we have in the house here that says, be you, uh, for Baylor University, Texas, a relative goes there to college, but it said, be you. And that's what Jesus wants you to be right now. He doesn't want you to be somebody else. He doesn't want you to be me. He doesn't want me to be you. He wants you to be you, who he really created to be. And I'll tell you what, the same Jesus that rescued me and saved me from a life of hell is the same Jesus that can rescue you right now. And so I'm just going to pray right now, okay, for everybody. Jesus, thank you, Father, for, for coming down into this life. I thank you right now that you always answer my prayer, Father. I thank you, Jesus, that you hear my cry and hear my plight for these people, these, these men and women, these fine men and women of this TikTok, of this life. Whoever's joining right now, I ask you to completely move through the power of my voice and the Holy Spirit on each and every individual that has heard my testimony today, that is hearing my words right now, I ask you for a complete restoration of the heart. I ask you to linebacker tackle each and every person's heart with the Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for all this. I thank you for healing and restoration and peace right now. Peace, Lord. I ask you for the same restoration and freedom that you gave me that day out in, out in Operation Restore Warrior. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. I pray that everybody receives something for this. I pray that everybody is receiving the Holy Spirit right now. 
You know, what father will turn away a son or a daughter uh, with a stone or a snake or a scorpion if that child comes up and asks for a drink of water or a piece of bread? What father will turn away their child? Think about that. All you have to do is ask and receive it today. Jim, I love you. I see you, Nick. Amen. Nick says, amen, I love you. You can't possibly know what you just did. My brother, I really love you, man. I don't know, but I do know that Jesus Jesus is moving in your life, Nick, and, and everybody in here. Uh, now back to the original question someone says, Jacob, do you really like the four non-blondes? Let me ask you a question, Jacob. I know that you got something from this. But what are you really, really, really here for? What are you really asking right now? I think that you're asking for a piece of bread and a cup of water. And that's what Jesus is willing to give to you right now. Yes, fire and glory says... He says, come to me, all who are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Who wants rest right now? All my love for everybody. Guardian 36, I love Oklahoma. You know that. Even though you don't live in Oklahoma, you changed my life. Thank you. That's very, very humbling. You were awesome, but now you're really awesome, brother. Love that you're not ashamed of the Lord. I'll tell you what, if you've been down to the depths of despair that I have been in, and then you're rescued by Jesus, not Buddha, anybody else. If it was Buddha, I'd be screaming his name. But when you call upon the name, Jesus, Yeshua, Yahweh, from your heart, when he saves you from the life of a life of hell, an impending doom, then, then, then that's when then that's when this is the most minimal, minimal thing that I can do for God is what I'm doing right now. I see you, perfect patriot. In fact, I, I've seen you this whole life. I've seen all your comments. Sometimes when, uh, when I'm testifying and telling this story, it's hard to get to everybody, but I love all y'all. Thank you for saying that. No S-H-I-T here. I was four, two, three. Right on, brother. Thank you for saying that. You know, David, uh, Dave, Ohio loves you. Thank you for saying that. Thank you so much. Guardian 36, man, love you, brother. Nick, love you. You've given hope where there wasn't any at all. I was so hopeless. Nick, that makes me want to cry, brother. I appreciate you saying that. Because I, I get it. I know what it's like to be hopeless in this world. So glad I found your page when I did, brother. Thank you for saying that. Jesus worked through my girlfriend today that thought that brought to tears. Love you, brother. Tony, all my love for you today, my brother. I really mean that. We love you too, Jimmy. Uh, Brady, kid gamer, love you too. Ty, I see you. I see you, Ty. Ty's a good friend of mine. Ty's a special uh, man, and he's been through a lot in this life, 
and he's a he's a true G. G to G, bro. Ty, I love you. I see you. I see all your stuff. Ty's been an instrument of 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 humor uh, in these lives, and it's been so great. Hey, if you uh, if you haven't got yourself a Touchpoint T-shirt yet, uh, you can get them through my merch link. Uh, I just want to be your friend. Doesn't matter. Nothing else matters in this world. Uh, we're getting the we're going to be getting the Wooby Hoobies sweaters for Christmas. Uh, we're getting we just got the uh, uh, green OD green. Somebody suggested OD green shirts, Touchpoint shirts, and so we got the OD green now. My guy's cool, man. Evan, he's on top of it. He's like, OD Green, okay. So we got these OD Green shirts, like the military shirt. I can't wait to get mine. It's the, the green one with Touchpoint on it. Hey, I love all y'all. Hazard, Hazard County Hot Rods. Ooh. You know, it's my dad's birthday today. I got to get going. I love all y'all, okay? He's probably so tired of me yelling in his house. But they get it. They They support me. They understand it. Jimmy, I don't talk as much as I maybe should, but your story broke me in tears, reminds me of my past. James, doesn't it, though? This, 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 this testimony is for you. This testimony, when it linebacker tackles your heart, uh, it's for you, you know? It's for you. Uh, and Jesus is speaking through all of us when we believe. Camp Lejeune sin in love, brother. Everybody that didn't decide to say something that's on here. Uh, I love you. I love you and I appreciate all the ones who did decide to say something.